0: So, apparently, Colin Farrell stayed in his makeup and went to, like, Starbucks or something when they were filming this. What would you have done if you'd seen him down at Starbucks, and you
1: know? Right away. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> he's terrifying.
0: He's just a regular dude.
1: Is he doing the voice as well?
0: I'd th- I hope so.
1: What's the vibe going in? Is he in character or is he just wearing the makeup?
0: Well, would that would have been scarier if it was that makeup and then you hear Colin Farrell's voice <laughs> asking for a...
1: With his accent. Yeah
0: or a pumpkin spice latte, whatever they're called, yeah.
1: I don't know. I think both would be equally terrifying.
0: Yeah. Okay. One day, maybe. One day what? One day we'll see you at Starbucks, clearly, <laughs> because we go all the time. Huge coffee drinkers,
1: you and I. Wow, I can't <laughs> get enough.
0: Hello. It happened. The Batman. We finally saw it. Well, I saw it in advance screening. So it took a bit longer.
1: It's my fault I've been sick. I'm sorry. Not with COVID. With a non-COVID related medical issue. We did it. We did it. By the
0: way, this is I Unlike You in Movies. We particularly like Batman movies, although not for a while. They've been a bit up and down over the last little bit, haven't they, Sine?
1: Listen, this is what happens when you sign on an actor to do a set number of films. And he's just done with everything.
0: Yes. You get bad performances out of him. (laughs) Well, really, the last great Batman film, or at least better than good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Dark Knight Rises isn't very good, actually, in hindsight. No. was the Dark Knight, 2008, ages ago. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: I would say, Sinead, just quickly, this makes up for all of that.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. First thing I'm reading on Wikipedia says that Ben Affleck was actually signed on to direct produce, co-write and star in this film, but had reservations and dropped out. Um, Thank God we're not in that alternative timeline, although maybe COVID's not a thing in there, that'd be nice. Mm. But can't imagine that working well at all.
0: Yeah, I think it all fell apart after, well, various reasons.
1: Suicide Squad, Justice League, Batman v Superman, take a peek really.
0: Yeah, and so, like, if that had worked out well, like, obviously, Ben Affleck's made some great films as a director and writer and also been in some great films as well. And his Batman was okay. Really, let's face it. He's pretty good. He's probably the better parts of those films. Mm-hmm. Uh, well,
2: mm.
0: for the most part. <laughs> the, the, the I guess the the Whedon cut is a kind of a, it's out on its own now, isn't it? So <sighs>
2: yeah,
0: We're not going to try not to talk about too much then, but you're right. It's kind of like as good as that could have been, at least in this universe, we have this great film, which who, has nothing to do with those.
1: Who would have funk it? Mm. Who would mm. have ever thought that Robert Pattinson would play Batman in a film that is this good? Like what? And yeah. now it's cool to like him again, so that's great. So my high school like, you know, love of Robert Pattinson can come back out again because it was uncool to like him for a long time. Um, All those
0: posters and books are worth it tonight. you oh, got them still.
1: Thank God. I'm going to link that little meme. I think that's what you're referring to, right? Where she's all kitted up with her Twilight stuff. you yeah. Ready to see the Batman. Yeah, I'll link it in the show notes if I can find it. I loved this. This was incredible. This was just cool. Do you know what I mean? Like just sitting there and they're doing cool shots and you're like, this is sick.
2: Yeah.
0: it It is something to think about a little bit. I'm not sure if I can actually articulate it in the best way possible, but like... Batman is one of the most popular characters in film history and also just in history in general, right? Mm-hmm. And his films have been some of the most well-received, at least in the, in the 21st century, Dark Knight being, you know, everyone's favourite uh, superhero film, really. Mm-hmm. And then this film, it's like they've given the chance to, like, Warner Brothers have this, this property where they can hire the best of the best in every department mm-hmm. on the film and they'll know they'll get a good audience for it, and so they really can push it. And it, and it sometimes doesn't work, as we've seen in, in the more recent DC movies. But when it works really well, you're really getting the best action. And in, in I'm saying best of the best in terms of filmmaking for this type of film, right? It's, it's the best sort of action film. You can get the best directors. Yeah. You get the best talent and best all technical crew. And then just everyone brought their A-game and then... You know, we've we've got. Is it the best Batman film ever? Say, is that, is that all we're going to say here? Are we going to say that up No, top? no. Okay, all right.
1: I think to do that would be disrespectful to Heath. Okay. Although I have questions about whether that movie's actually good or whether he's just good in that movie. That's my controversial opinion for another day. Maybe, hmm. maybe it is. I don't know. This is great. Did you? So you're the Batman expert on the pod.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think we can safely say. Thank you. What did you think, as a long-time fan of Batman comics and him mm-hmm. in commercial media? Yeah, yes. What did you think?
0: Well, I think it's it's one of the most Batman films of them all, right? So that that, that. that kind of sounds weird, right? Mm-hmm. But so the first few Batman films back in the eighties and nineties, he's there. Obviously, he's a Batman film, but it kind of seems like they in hindsight, we're giving a lot to the crazy performance of the villain and Batman gets a bit lost in mm, it. Interesting. And I guess that you could also argue that with The Dark Knight, as we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and and those, those films were a great take on the character and really legitimised Batman and superhero films, as the Chris Nolan films I'm speaking of. But they were really much like, what if Batman was existing in our life, in our real world, what would that look like? To the point where it it didn't fully go into, lean into the comic book world, you know? Mm. And the later films in terms of the DCEU, as I call it, with Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman and whatnot, they kind of got away from the character. He's there. He's one of, a, one of a group. He's fighting aliens. I'm not into that really, to be honest. I find Batman better when he's fighting crime. I agree. So then this one comes along and it really felt like a capital B Batman film. Mm-hmm. It's about him as a character, not about the villains as much and everything sort of serves his character's journey. And we've we mentioned it now, Gotham City, one of the great fictional cities, actually felt real and lived in. Didn't, didn't it, it just?
1: I feel like for the first time, I felt that like it engaged. With Gotham, almost as its own character. And I feel like it felt like Batman was a real part of the city, bringing him in with the police. And I think it's kind of what Joker wanted to do, but didn't Mm. quite get for me.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel that. His
1: presence across, like there's a similar tonal thing there with Gotham, right, being depraved Mm. and, I don't know, just shown in a really dilapidated, decrepit way. And... I, fi- I got it, like in this film, this is the first time where I was like, oh, that's Gotham, gotcha. And I didn't have that before. <laughs> it was like they're shooting on a back lot in, you know, wherever they're shooting. Yeah, we're and... filming on
0: in Chicago streets and yeah. not really making it anything yeah. else. I-, I feel like, you haven't seen it for a while, but Batman Begins has that to a certain extent, yeah. especially around Arkham Asylum and they've got the Narrows and there's a lot of stuff going on. Where people are getting you know, getting the fear talks and whatever. But they they lost that in later films mm-hmm. in those. But yeah, Gotham it really did feel like a place where this could exist and, and this is happening, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I mentioned this when we were chatting at this off pod, which we we tend to do sometimes. We have a few occasional chats not recorded for the, for the listening pleasure. <laughs> what nothing? Nothing at
1: all. Oh that's correct. I not mean... for me.
0: I said that this really did feel like a place where there are criminals and they're running rampant in the city. Yes. And then the only way that Bruce Wayne thinks he can maybe make some sort of stand against them is to come beat the shit out of them. And so now there are criminals out there who've had it all their way for years and years and years. All of a sudden they're like, okay, if I'm going out doing criminal stuff, Oh, my God, is that Shadow actually the guy that everyone's I talking about He'll come beat the shit out of
1: me? It was amazing. That opening sequence with the voiceover and the thing about the Batman symbol, it's not just mm-hmm. a call for him to go there. It's a it's a warning to criminals in the city. Yeah. Like, is he being called to go deal with your crimes?
2: Because mm. mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> watch out, he's going to stick a grappling hook through your knee if that's the case. Yeah. I, I yeah. loved that. It's the first time they're engaging with him. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, there's this idiot who dresses up in a suit. Ha, ha, we're too clever for comic book movies because we just point that out mm. without making any other clever commentary in it. you're just stating the thing. Um, this is actually, he's a character in their universe and this is how they would relate to someone like that. Like why yeah. haven't we seen that before? It seems so <laughs> I basic. I
0: don't know. I, you know, it's probably, you know, recency bias and, we're getting excited because it's the new shiny thing. But potentially that, that sequence, the beginning of the film, the first 15 mm-hmm. minutes or so, is potentially the best uh, out of any Batman film ever, right?
1: Yeah. yeah I'll give you that. that? Yep. Okay. Thank you. No worries.
0: <laughs> and it's it's so good because if we can skip to the end with some spoilers, which you probably, everyone's already seen this film, whatever. But in that opening scene, we're like, oh, my God, how great. He's defeating the bad guys. He's defending the guy who's being beaten up in... Yeah, what's pretty clear is a a racially motivated hate crime,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but then the guy he saved is as scared of him as he was of the other guys. Yeah, and Batman he's like, oh, maybe have I done everything right here, am I a bit too scary? Maybe, and he he sort of thinks about the rest of the film until the end. He is realizes that he he just can't be a warning and a threat against criminals, but he's got to be hope for the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. That's I, like. Does Batman, has he had an arc before? Again, recency bias and whatnot, but <laughs> <laughs> that really felt like a great moment to me where that that was mirrored in the beginning and the end of the film.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. Got? I, I've it's, got so to, much, I don't even know where to go. begin. All How right. about we start with his characterization of Batman and this version of Batman compared to the others?
0: Yeah, so there's no Bruce Wayne. I'll, I'll say that first up.
1: What do you mean there's no Bruce Wayne?
0: Well, there's Batman where he's not in the cow, but there's not so much a billionaire playboy or...
1: No, there is not. Also, why did is... he live in like a castle? I
0: don't know. It was such a creepy house, wasn't it? Or a tower.
1: I guess the thing that I came up with in my mind was that the buildings would have been built at the same time as the orphanage and perhaps their heritage listed so you couldn't do any renovations or something.
0: Anyway, I don't know, maybe that's my fan there's...
1: fiction theory. they
0: <laughs> should sort of, like a freaky architect I think. That's what happened. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, there's no billionaire playboy. There is a sad, loner, emo, Nirvana grunge kid with his running black eyeliner, which I just loved and felt so fresh but also exactly true to character. Like, hmm. of course.
0: Well, we've got to talk about this is Batman in about year two of his project.
1: So he's new, right?
0: Yeah, he's new. And, well, I love that too,
1: that his whole thing about being Batman is a project that he's doing. He's like, right, I'm going to give myself a few years and see if I can make a difference. Mm. It's not like yeah. one day I have become the Batman.
0: And he says at the beginning, "Is like, I'm not sure if I'm making any difference. Yeah. <laughs> Crime team's up. Mm. Mm, okay. <laughs> Can't stop now. Got to keep going.
1: Can't stop, won't stop. Mm. Um, I loved his voice.
0: Yeah. So people give... Christian Bale's shit for his voice. I never hated it.
1: People give Ben Affleck shit for his voice. People give shit to the Batman voices.
0: But this was a great voice because it wasn't too growly or...
1: It wasn't, like, put on. Like, he he could have a normal conversation with the voice, but the voice was still commanding enough to suit Mm -hmm. the character. Beautiful choice. Perfect. Wonderful. 10 out of 10. His suit. He can turn his head. Amazing. Amazing what you can do when you have a costume that's designed properly.
0: Isn't it good? And he had like a a, more of like a a big collar, yeah, a big commanding collar. That was
1: awesome. One thing I liked, and I saw funny on Twitter, which I'll tell you about. So Mm. his bat symbol on his suit being detachable and being a knife, Mm. and I really liked this sort of like Inspector Gadget sort of suit where everything had a purpose. And someone on Twitter said something funny about they have to explain his little ears. Like, are they antennas for something or does he just like wearing little ears? Because they're, <laughs> they're just sticking up there, not doing anything at the minute. So I can't wait for when that's um, retconned later on.
0: Well, I liked about him that he felt big, especially the like, oh, yeah. scenes of his big back, right? When mm-hmm. he's like, with the shirt on. But he didn't feel huge, like,
1: well, like a
0: tank, like Ben Affleck's was.
1: I agree. But also, <laughs> is that on purpose? Because he famously has said he, he doesn't train. He doesn't yeah. do
2: training for
0: films. Well, like, if he's if his um eating habits and his regimen is anything like that, pasta he tried was it a lasagna he tried oh to do Oh my
2: microwave god. Do you
1: remember that? That can't that can't have been real now that we know I mean, how much shit he plays with the video yeah, and he stuff.
0: Was, he was making up as he went along, but still.
1: It's a great people have tried to recreate that in videos. I'll see if I can link that.
0: Uh, good stuff.
1: Yeah, I agree. He's, like, really tall and commanding and felt solid, but he wasn't, you're right, like a tank. And it wouldn't have suited this version of the character anyway. Like, I can't yeah, imagine Ben Affleck's yeah. version of the character wearing black eyeliner and having greasy hair. Like, it doesn't suit, right?
0: Yeah, and we'll say the foresight again. Batman exists in all sorts of different ways. This is an interpretation. Yes. You, can, you can have the other ones. They still exist. But so, this one is really awesome.
1: That's the tough thing is people are going to be, like, you know, not my Batman
0: sort of thing. Mm. Like,
1: Mm. and I understand that to an extent, but if you look at it from a comic book perspective, all of the characters are everything in different comics. You know, one Mm. comic we're in space, one comic we're a gardener, one comic with, I don't know, an Olympic swimmer. Not, but you know, you get my point. If you Mm. view it in that way, as this is just another interpretation of a text, I think it opens you up to enjoying it more. Because you're not comparing it to what you've had before, and what you've had before isn't this gospel that you're holding on to, and this is the yeah. only one true way to play Batman. Maybe there are multiple ways to play Batman, and there's different directions the story can go, and that's probably more realistic anyway, or mm. at least more loyal to the the spirit of the character because that's how he was created in these comics, where he did lots of different things and was lots of different people.
0: Yeah, and there's so much history to draw upon. -hmm. You can find yourself boxed in if you, um, well, potentially you can't do everything, so you should try and do something that works for this interpretation.
2: I
1: agree. Should we talk about some of the other actors?
0: Well, I just want to mention one thing I liked about Rob Batman's Batman. Please. He felt like a real freak. (laughs) 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 Especially, what we mentioned with the eyeliner and stuff. But, like, when he's investigating the crime scenes and the cops are around Mm -hmm. and they look at him and they're like, has is, is Jim Gordon gone mad? Why have we got this yeah. huge vigilante? But then anyway, like, he gets results, so I guess that's good. And,
1: but I feel and like it, it seems
0: was... like he's on the right side of yeah, justice. But, but it was the first just?
1: time you could see the other officers like interacting with him, though. I feel like previously mm. they're like conversations with Gordon, like why are you getting Batman involved? And they're just mm. like because we are sort of thing. Mm. He's actually in there, in the in the crime scene, and they mm-hmm. have concerns about him tampering with evidence and stuff. I don't know; that just felt so much more realistic to how it, yeah, has been portrayed previously.
0: Yeah, I guess to the point in at least in like the games I have played, where Batman is kind of accepted as a sort of para military or a, like he's in a they're on the same side, and so the cops like him and they talk to him and he has connections with them, and potentially we'll get to that stage in later films with this this interpretation you want to go on a cat woman don't you
1: i very much do zoe okay zoe 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 pretty sure that you had at least three cats in your apartment but only took one at the end i'm very concerned with the location of the (laughs) other cats can you please get back to me thanks so much um loved her cat woman thought she was great not sure why she needed to get so freaky in rehearsals drinking some milk out of a bowl but you know if that's what she wants to do
0: yeah okay that's a bit of fun for the pictures but probably it's a bit weird it it's sense. a bit
1: weird but like michelle pfeiffer's catwoman was weird too they're all mm. weird <laughs> i thought she was great she held her own i i read her performance as a bisexual catwoman i don't know if that was canon or not but that's how i interpreted her relationship with annika um yeah definitely she's like really sexual right it makes sense that she would that for both teams I don't know. She was great. I don't know what else to say. This movie was great. <laughs>
0: One thing that they probably didn't lean into as much for this was the cat burglar side. Mm. Like she has all the gear for it and she does a little bit of it, but for the rest of it, she's pretty much on a revenge mission, which is totally fine. I, I liked all that. but
1: I guess yeah. Anne Hathaway's cat was very much the cat mm. burglar, maybe mm. to the detriment of the other things.
0: Maybe, yeah. And there's room for that later. In. I, I don't think it's the last we're going to see of these. Characters, so but I yeah, I was into it. What do you think? Uh, spoiler alert and everything, whatever. But her being Falcone's daughter now, there is some precedent for this in the comics, apparently. To me, it felt a little bit like this is a very small world that we're a part of, but okay. I didn't hate it as well. What do you reckon? Um,
1: didn't mind it. Okay, I don't know the history of Falcone and like his importance and things.
0: I just meant in the terms of oh, it just happens that one of our bad guys is the father secretly of one of our good guys. That kind of yeah, you know, isn't a big city, you know, but
1: I get what you're saying. But I yeah, I personally didn't have an issue with it.
0: No, I didn't really, didn't really have an issue. I Just there's one thing I thought about, but also there is precedent for it apparently, so that's fine as well. It makes sense. Great, but no, no complaints really for Zoe Kravitz. Hey?
1: No, She's perfect.
0: And arguably, is she reprising her role as Catwoman? Would we say that? Because she did the voice for Lego Batman?
2: Oh, yeah. Right?
1: But also, wait, I sent you something the other day. Oh, she did the voice of Mary Jane in, yeah, in into the Spider-Verse, right?
0: That's right. And she's one of the mutants in First Class oh, X-Men. It's,
1: it's going to be a nightmare when this all comes together. She's going to have to pick and choose. Yeah. Obviously, choose this.
0: Yeah. She's Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's fun by me.
1: Jeffrey, okay. Wright Jeffrey Wright is wonderful, as he usually is. We were first introduced to him in Westworld. Yeah. Um, you famously said that his part of the anthology of Wes Anderson's uh, French Dispatch was the best in the film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He is an excellent Gordon. He's Jeffrey an Wright excellent is... world-weary Gordon.
0: Absolutely. He is the best thing in every film he's a part of, really, isn't he?
1: Wow, what a Just claim. About. Just about. Just about. Mm-hmm.
0: He was also in the Hunger Games, remember him in that? No. One of the inventor guys? Well, clearly he didn't leave much of an Im- <laughs> in Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Inventor there. guys, yep.
0: In the second film. Yeah. yeah. And later yep. on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he is like, you know, Gordon, he's been around obviously as long as Batman has, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen the ones in the nineties and eighties, have you, Sine? Yes. But Gordon is is I've
2: seen
1: the one with Danny DeVito.
0: Oh, yeah, we saw a bit of that, didn't we?
1: No, we watched the whole thing.
0: I thought you fell asleep in it.
1: No, I watched the whole thing. Okay. And I saw, is that the same one with Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, okay, that's just that one.
0: Okay. Um, well, yeah, but my point being in that film, he's a bit of a bumbling detective and he doesn't really, Batman sort of really run the show and he just happens to be there. Mm. And, you know, obviously in the in the Nolan films, he's quite quite good as, portrayed by Gary Oldman. But again, this could be my favourite Gordon. I love seeing Gordon when he's not commissioner yet. I love when he's just Mm. like up and coming, which is you know obviously Batman is also that.
1: You know what I liked about this version of Gordon? He didn't seem stupid. No. Like he, sometimes they bring Batman in and Batman has to tell them what's what and whatever and they're like, oh, of course. Mm. And there was a little bit of that with the thumb drive and things. But Gordon figured out the clues as well. Like, he, he showed why he's a good police officer and why he's a te- detective.
0: Yeah. And there's a great bit at, towards the end when they're realising they're in, like, a mm-hmm. in an active shooter situation. He takes charge and yep. tells these guys to go there, and you're like, oh, my God, he actually is a cop, isn't he? He's not yeah. just someone who gives Batman clues and
1: no. <laughs> follows his directions. Yeah. He actually has his own life separate mm. to
0: mm. Batman. Yeah, good stuff. And it, it's... it's some people said this film was maybe a bit too dark and not enough humor, but I thought there was oh, touches of lightness all the way through. Plenty of humor. Jeffrey Wright gives us a lot of that, doesn't he?
1: He's wearing gloves. Perfect. Yeah. Went yeah. off went off with a hoot in my theatre. The punch <laughs> to Gordon. Loved that. Yeah. Um, yeah. probably unintentional, but the five hundred followers everyone laughed at. I think it's hilarious yeah. that whoever wrote the script obviously has no concept of um social media followings or a life. Because, like, well, what?
0: <laughs> can I just blow your mind with that?
1: Okay, go for so it. So
0: Matt Reeves is the director and he co-wrote the screenplay. Yeah. With a guy called Peter Craig. Thought, mm. Okay, that's a kind of a, you know, not a very well-known name. He's only the, the son of Sally Field. What? She has Sally, a son? Fields, Sally Field's son co-wrote the Batman.
1: I mean, sure. Why not? right. right.
0: He's written a whole bunch of films. He's, he did two Hunger Games films. He wrote them, Bad Boys for Life, The Town back in the day.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh, great. Well, my apologies, sir, but do you understand that 500 followers isn't very many and that probably in this scenario he would have had a few
2: more?
0: Look, I mean, we kill the 500 followers for our podcast. I mean, that's I mean, true. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. And, and people on Twitter are talking a lot about just his laconic sort of dealings with the big freak in the Batsuit. Just Mm. calls him man and stuff. (laughs) He actually doesn't doesn't take him too seriously, even though, like, he obviously they're in very serious situations. Yeah. Oh, the bit about where where Batman's like, no guns, and he's like, that's your real man.
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs)
0: Yeah, tremendous. I'm, I'm, again, want to see more of these characters interacting in the future. Mm -hmm. Is it Dano time?
1: It's Dano time. what do you think?
0: Really liked him. Um,
1: Perfect casting.
0: He wasn't definitely perfect casting. He wasn't in it as much as I thought he might have been. No. But that kind of made it stronger in some ways.
1: Well, as I said to you off pod, Mm. normally I have an issue with films that have multiple villains because I'm like it clouds the storyline it clutters it too much. There's too many things going on, streamlining narrative. I think this is the first film I perhaps have ever seen where it's actually worked because the whole point of this film is that we're solving a mystery. And so the more red herrings and misdirects that can be given to us, the more interesting the twists and turns of the mystery are. So the rat with wings could be Penguin, could be Falcon, could be, do you know what I mean, Batman himself. Mm -hmm. And so it made sense to have these other villains who they think could have been part of it but then, you know, weren't in some cases.
0: Yeah. Now, I've seen some um, talk about this, and I think Mr. Sunday and Mason mentioned it, it's not so much of a who done it because we know it's the Riddler, you know, <laughs> like yeah. But it was more about working out why, and then also at some points the how of why he did it or mm-hmm. what, how yeah, how it all went down. But like obviously, if Paul Anka is cast as the Riddler, we know he's doing it all, so that that was clever in, in the script that they were not making it a mystery about who this guy is because you know who it is, but the way it's revealed is is quite interesting. I would say, though, at some point towards the end, like some of the mysteries is just revealed by him telling us what yeah,
1: happened. Yeah, they were.
0: So that could have been maybe teased a bit better, but you're right. It, it made sense to have this in the world of Gotham City, as we mentioned. It's not mm. just one crazy guy no. in a clown <laughs> suit running around causing trouble and Batman's got to defeat him. It's the whole city that's corrupt and, and creepy and freaky with the Riddler around. Yeah, so it made sense to have the whole the whole world part of it.
1: I, I found it was a real breath of fresh air having a Riddler. There was yeah. a little, you know, epilogue of Joker being in the prison. Mm. I'm off Joker. I'm saying it on the pod. I'm off him. He has been – I get why he's an interesting villain. He has been done to death. It is just the villain that they reach for when they make any Batman property. And I'm just over it. I'm sick of it. And – I have seen a bit of Jim Carrey's Riddler, but apart mm. from that, we haven't really seen a Riddler. Is that correct? Killian mm-hmm. Murphy was Scarecrow, wasn't he?
2: Yeah,
0: no Riddler's been on screen since no. then. Back in the, obviously, in the 60s days it was. but
1: And obviously there's, like, similarities between Riddler and Joker, especially this performance of it, like, you know, mm. always coming up with silly jokes about, and the crazy laugh and stuff. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I just really like seeing another villain that wasn't Joker.
0: I, I agree. I didn't hate the Joker bit, his little scene at the end, but I'm, I'm happy if the Joker is in the background for you know, two or three, four movies. That would be
1: great, please.
0: <laughs> and then eventually that would be good if they have a big fight when we built building up in the background a bit.
2: Mm.
0: But it was great to see the Riddler. One thing I hope for the future is that we see a bit more of the theatrical side of Riddler. He, yeah. he was very much just a bit of a um, creepy Zodiac guy in this film. I'd love to see him yeah. embrace his theatrical dramatic side in the future. Um, what do you think of the first scene with the Riddler and his first appearance on screen, Sine? Um, Did it terrify you?
1: You're going to have to remind me.
0: Where we see him, he just pops in and we just see his face in the room where he's about to kill the, the mayor.
1: Oh, I looked away. So I knew oh, that okay. a jump scare was coming. <laughs> When he turned the TV off and so I just uh, just ducked my head for that little bit.
2: Right. Well, cause I I'll
1: couldn't explain you
0: then and you can, you can think of it. The, the, the guy's walking around the room and he turns the TV off. Oh, I knew
1: he and, was there. He was right behind him.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, it's not accompanied by like a huge, you know, crash of the orchestra or anything like it normally is. It's just there. It's like, oh, wow, here
2: he is. It's scary. Yeah. No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: do wish that the arrest wasn't in the trailer. That really upset me because it's like the last thing that happens in the film and imagine how much more tension you could have gotten because i would have gone because i'm not really across like who's going to be in the next film and whatever you read a lot about into that stuff i sort of like to be surprised and i personally would have gone maybe they don't catch him in this one maybe Mm. they're not going to catch him for a few films and it's a long drawn out thing and obviously that's not what they direction they went in but i just can we just not have spoilers and trailers please
0: come on it's true like were folks not going to see this film they were anyway exactly imagine
2: the softest sheets you've ever felt now
0: imagine them getting even softer over time
1: Two, two things about the Riddler that I'd like to speak about before we move on, if that's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I had some logic questions about the flood. So Riddler yep. says that, like, everyone's going to die. There's not going to be any time to evacuate because we're blowing up the seawall and it's all going to come in. But they didn't die and the water just stopped. How did that yep. work? Cool.
0: Well, I think some of that was about maybe he was supposed to, Everyone's going to go to the evacuation centre and then his followers were going to pick them off with their
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. Gotcha.
0: But then it was like, there's only like, what, 10 guys? and
1: Yeah. That was still scary though, especially after what we've seen Mm. January 6th storming the Capitol. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's those people that would be there. Terrifying.
0: But like, yeah, why not set up a bomb or something?
1: Yeah, true.
0: If you're going to do that.
1: It's also nice that Mm. he timed the bombs to go off at the exact moment that um, Batman was in his apartment and figured it out. I thought that was really (laughs) (laughs) generous of him to do that. But it's fine. I'll give him a pass because it worked because when, by the time Batman had figured it out and he's in the apartment, there's nothing that can be done.
2: Mm. The bombs mm-hmm. are off.
1: They're done. You can see them all. Yeah. And I thought that that was a really tense moment and I felt really, like, helpless and in Batman's <laughs> shoes. Like, oh, well, you can't stop six bombs going off at the same time mm. around the city, you know?
0: Yeah, but why not put one more bomb inside the evacuation center and then that would make sense. set that off half an hour later and everyone's there and then they... And heart.
1: it's not like he didn't know how to put bombs on things. He put a bomb mm. around Peter Sarsgaard's neck and drove the car into the thing. So drive a car into the evacuation center and do the same thing. Anyway. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind giving tips on how to kill people. That doesn't seem good.
0: Well, you know, you're just stepping out the plan of the mm. character in the film. But also maybe it's it's more difficult to plant a bomb inside the is it Gotham Square Garden. <laughs> like yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. <laughs> um, it may be easier to, to sort of hide one in a truck, which is where I think where the mm. most of the uh, seawall ones went off. I've seen some folks also complain, like, the seawall came from out of nowhere, and I kind of agree with that to a certain degree. It would have been nice to maybe set that up a bit more. But on my second viewing of the film, only mm-hmm. two so far, <laughs> they do mention the seawall in the opening debate that we see on the TV uh. with the mayor and the upcoming mayor. Mm-hmm. They say something about it. We need to make sure we protect our seawall. So I feel like there was some attempt to it, but it would have been nice to maybe, I don't know, Batman glides down past the seawall or something and we see it holding back. That's fair enough. To really, so then, you know, Chekhov's seawall potentially, you know.
1: It already was Chekhov's seawall then if they already name-checked it in the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just maybe could have been a bit more obvious.
1: But don't you like having that little little thing when you go back and... Rewatch? Can you pick that up
0: oh yeah i think maybe maybe it's a, it's a rule of three then maybe you need one okay, two and then, fair then three enough. Yeah. yeah but no it's a good point it's a, it's a film for adults they're not really throwing things no <laughs> up there for you for you to really notice it for the most part question for you yeah
1: do you think that the riddler knew that batman was bruce wayne at the end well
0: my friend dylan of i miss you man podcast fame mm-hmm he was said to me, he's like, oh, it's a bit of a shame Ridley knows who Batman is. I was like, oh, is that how you read that scene? Because I read it as he didn't work it out. He was like, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne's the one we didn't get.
1: Yes. Yes. That's how I read it too. Because the whole thing, you're like, oh, shit, he knows he's Bruce Wayne. There's cameras yeah. there. Oh, my God. They're literally showing you from his perspective. He glances to the camera mm. like, oh, God, my time's up. Mm-hmm. And he says, we didn't get him mm-hmm. because he thought that they were working together and that was the one that they didn't get. So he doesn't know, right? That's yeah,
0: right, and right. He, <laughs> in his apartment, he says, "Yes, like um, he's got the picture. He's like, I know you, who you really are, or something." But that was more like, "I know deep down you're an idiot," or "You're not an idiot, yes. like evil." And I know deep down that your father was just as corrupt as the rest of the city. Exactly. Right. That's what it meant. Oh,
1: yeah. Good. I'm glad. Thinking. I'm glad we're on the same page about that.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit ambiguous, though. I'll give, I'll give people that. But that's, that's what I read. Mm-hmm. Until I see otherwise, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> um, in terms of the riddles. Yeah. I kind of feel like I would have liked if there was like maybe one more riddle that was a bit hard to get. Like we had the pigeon thing, El Rata thing. Yeah. That was a bit of an ongoing mystery. But everything else, Batman just works out in two seconds.
1: Yeah, they lie still was a bit fast. I feel like they could have teased that out a little bit more. Thumb drive, I guess. What are the other ones?
0: There's the URL thing to get the.
1: I thought that was cool. Website. I didn't even get that until he literally spelled it out and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really dumb. <laughs> um,
0: I just I just feel like it maybe it could have been maybe another overarching sort of riddle mm. that Batman struggles with and then he's like, oh, of course, and then that would have maybe something to do with the seawall could have been interesting maybe.
1: Yeah, so. I guess you did have that, but it was in the sense of the um, murder weapon from the first murder. Yeah. That was sort of yeah. the overarching
0: thing that came back. I don't know if you watched the Honest Trailers, not, not the Honest Trailers, the pitch meeting. Oh, this, not you know?
1: yet. I need to.
0: But there's a joke in that about how yeah, Batman just happens to talk to a guy, who happens to have a father or uncle who happened to be a carpet, use yeah. that tool for his carpet thing. But, like, that's kind of the point, right? Bruce Wayne is eccentric. He doesn't have friends. He doesn't know anything about the world apart from being Batman. That's true. So he missed that clue.
2: Yep.
1: And, and it shows that he's, like, flawed and that he can't, you know, maybe can't do it all on his own and the police need him and he needs the police and it's all connected.
0: Yeah. And as I've seen some people talk on Twitter about how great this film is, like, as a noir, mm. like, a lot of noir films, the detective is bumbling around and, and really is trying to keep up and it's a mystery that he can't really comprehend. Yeah. And that's even happening here to the world's greatest detective. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing I haven't mentioned yet. I like the de- detection of this yes. film today.
1: He's an actual detective. He's yeah. actually helping the detectives.
0: It's not just an action movie where he's fighting off Mr. He's freeze and a giant He's not just a billionaire with a suit.
1: suit that everyone says he has yeah. no powers and he's just a billionaire in a suit. He's not. Mm. He has skills.
0: Mm-hmm. He has skills he's still learning. He has skills to pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like this guy in 10 years will be even better and it's good to see him learning still at the beginning of I still
1: of his can't career. believe that it's Robert Pattinson. Like, oh.
0: There's still a little bit part of me. I was like, is that really him?
1: But it is, <laughs> though, is right? But he's, he's got a lot of jaw. And I've he's always so maintained committed. that to Palais Batman, you have to have a lot of jaw.
0: Yeah. I'd love to see him with shorter hair and having a, a classic Bruce Wayne haircut in the next film because in this one he's got the longer hair, which...
1: He looks so suave.
0: Well, some folks have said so far and this, he's like, he gets a haircut if he happens to have scissors around. Like, he doesn't really no, care about his he looks because he's under that. the cow. But, yeah, like, he's very suave in um, the film Tenet.
1: Yeah. No, I was that thinking, what's we'll the love? movie that he did where he was in the car?
0: Oh, yeah. Was it Cosmopolis? That's
1: it. Weird movie. Mm. Bad movie, maybe.
0: He was good in it, though. He
1: was good. But his character was really suave and rich. Yeah, and definitely. You know, maybe some of that vibe for Bruce would be good.
0: Mm-hmm. John Knock Tur- off the rest of the characters, yeah.
1: Yeah, John Tutara and Peter Sarsgaard. I'm sorry to lump them in together. They shouldn't be lumped together, but they're great. As you would expect, John Turturro was terrifying ms Falcone. Yeah.
0: I feel like I'm saying this for every actor, but pretty much every actor is often the best thing in the film they're a part yeah. of, and John Turturro is definitely one of those. I will always know him and love him as the friendly lawyer in Night Of.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, and... yeah,
1: with the cats. And then I got so worried at the end that he, what, he was going to leave the cat or take back the cat, and then the cat runs across the screen. Oh, best ending to a TV show ever.
0: You would already decided that was going to happen anyway, didn't you? I think you, did, you did you say oh, that? Oh, I
1: did, because I was so upset.
0: That you didn't have the cat.
1: Yes, because yeah. the cat – I think it was a kill shelter, right? If he took it back, the cat would be dead. And I was so yeah. distraught at that thought that I said, no, what's going to happen is the cat's there somewhere else in the apartment, and – I couldn't have That's asked for anything ending. better, really.
2: Yeah.
1: But yes, they're both great. Peter Sarsgaard is also wonderful, as he usually is. Mm-hmm. Andy Circus, listen, you've got some tough competition when you're Andy Circus, and so Michael Caine has played Alfred. I get that it's a different Alfred. This is more mm. of like a bodyguard sort of thing, whereas Sir Michael Caine was very much the butler.
0: Mm. But, Look, I liked Andy Serkis, uh, really? but I know where you're coming from. I feel like pretty much every other um, performance we've got going, they are really pushing to be maybe the best on-screen representation. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think Michael Caine might still have Alfred at this stage. I just—it's a very different interpretation, isn't it?
1: It really, it is. It's like a completely really different yeah. character, really. But I yeah. just—I didn't—I didn't love him. The scene in the hospital went for forever which didn't yeah, help yeah. things. And yeah. also, I love that Bruce is like, this guy's almost died, right? And he just comes to the hospital, and the second he wakes up, he just starts berating him about how much he's lied to him. It's like, the guy <laughs> is recovering from third-degree burns, Bruce. Give yeah. him some space.
0: <laughs> I was to leave. Get out of here. To... <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> and he, he, he does the classic, you're not my real dad, doing oh, a could. couple thoughts.
1: Perfect, yes, love it.
0: <laughs> um, I'm, I'm reading... Hear about him on Wikipedia. So their interpretation of this, Alfred, and you know, I guess Michael Kane's character had a military background too, didn't he? Because he mentioned he's got yeah. the whole story about going through the woods and yes. they burnt the river, burnt it down. Um, but this anti circus is, is supposed to have really more recent military background and also perhaps in the Secret Service and then mm. into security looking after my enterprises, and then he might have been like the last man standing after the parents died and he stood out to be the father figure for bruce but then Mm -hmm. he he's worried that maybe he led him down this pathway to be batman and that'd be really that's an interesting take on the character maybe he didn't get enough scenes really to make this on screen i don't think but if you think of that it was like i've been entrusted to look after this boy and now he wants to go out every night and beat up criminals and put his life in danger i don't know if i'm doing the right thing by my my friend bruce is wayne's father thomas wayne you know (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, I did like I did like that vibe. <sighs> I don't know.
0: But they're not even really friends, are they? They're not even friendly at all. Well, I was yeah. just
1: thinking to myself, like, why is he even there? Like, could you not be a guardian but not live with the kid? Like, how old is Bruce supposed to be in this film?
0: Late 20s, I think.
1: He's old enough to live on his own. <laughs> he, can, he can get his own breakfast and his own berries to have his little berries and cream in the morning, Okay.
0: Well, I mean, but maybe Alfred—that's his. Oh, I'm sad you didn't he's get in, that. Reference. He's a trustee or something. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. I, I'd be keen to see again more of this, but more of their relationship actually, yeah. like
2: we'll doing
0: stuff that. together, because he was only in about three scenes. Um, in I terms think that was of, the he was
1: in three scenes and he didn't really do much, and so it was like, yeah, Andy so Circus
0: too. Did you think he was going to die? I
1: thought there might be a
0: chance of that, hey?
1: Yeah, I thought that that's the whole thing. The bomb and the thing. Mm. I thought it was going to be anthrax and then it was a bomb. And Mm. then I was like, oh, they killed off Alfred. That's one way to not Um, worry. (laughs)
0: Logic police slash logic logic. Isn't this convenient?
1: Is it it timing? (laughs) Is it the timing of the letter to blow up exactly when he's picked it up in his hand?
0: No, not so much that. It's just that. Well, it kind of makes sense in, in the universe, but every other person that the Drake, that um, the tracker Riddler, kills, he does it in person. He actually goes mm-hmm. to the person, attacks them, and... Leaves the riddle. Leaves, leaves them, right? He actually, like, he literally kills the mayor who you think might have security around him. But for Bruce Wayne, he just sends a bomb and happens to hurt somebody else. Yeah,
1: that's true. I didn't think that. Yeah.
0: But also Bruce Wayne is a reclusive billionaire. No one knows what he does, where he goes. Maybe...
1: Could have broken into his
0: house. ...the only way I'm going to get to him is by the mail, so...
1: But could have broken into her house, couldn't he?
0: Well, he broke into bloody the mayor's house, didn't he? So,
1: yeah. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Convenient for the plot, but I'm not that mad about it.
1: Last character I want to talk about, Colin Farrell. If this film does not get nominated for Best Makeup and Hair... At the 2023 Oscars, I will riot because how is that Colin Farrell?
0: I'm not convinced it is, Sinead. I think they might have been lying to us all along.
1: <laughs> how? It might be someone else. How is that him? How? Answer really? me. I do um, not understand.
0: That's a note. So, what do you think of the, uh, the bit of the discussion at the moment about why get the pretty boy in Colin Farrell and make him ugly when you could put a character actor who I guess, is ugly to play the ugly character. Do you think there's any anything in that?
1: I think that technology and prosthetics mm-hmm. and winks have come such a long way that gone are the days where you need to cast someone who actually looks like the character. You cast the best actor for the job and you kit them out to make them look like the character. I've just finished watching yeah. Tammy Faye, Eyes and Tammy Faye. Jessica Chastain has so many... Adaptations to her appearance in that, but she's like probably the best person who have ever played mm-hmm. that role, and they just right. make her look like her. That's fine.
0: And I th- there's probably something in the psychology of getting the performance and also getting a reaction from us, the audience,
1: mm.
0: of putting him under that, right? He really yeah. does escape into that character, then he's not just Colin Farrell, there, he's the penguin.
1: Well, another thing, I'm not attacking you at all, but. He is described a lot as a pretty boy actor, and I think that that's really reductive. I don't know any mm. other actor who's described like that, even ones who are good looking. It just it, Colin Farrell seems to be not be able to taken seriously as a good actor because he's attractive, and I don't understand that at yeah, all.
0: Yeah, and I think that Colin Farrell likes playing weirdos, and oh yeah, I don't think he wants to be a. He doesn't want to be a heart playing... throb in
1: a rom com? Does he? <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't <laughs> think so. No, I, I thought he was terrific. And it's a different – there's been a few different interpretations of the Penguin. Like, Dean Devito's is very out there. Yeah. He's the only one who's, like, half Penguin. Like, that's not really a thing no. anywhere in the comics. Um, But in the more the recent games, the Penguin is, like, a British sort of um, crime boss who's come over, mm. and he's got a bit of a, a North accent, you know. So that's kind of cool. And I think in that one he's actually got – um, like glass stuck in his eye that they can't remove. Oh that god, that's yeah, horrifying. yeah, right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But this guy, he's just a kind of like an Italian mobster, and he's kind of funny. He's pretty funny. <laughs> so he took it easy and sort of stuff. It's it's, it's fun. <laughs> um, I liked him, and again, he is not fully formed as one of the crime lords of Gotham City. But he's on his way. The the, the path has been cleared for that, hasn't it? Yeah,
1: I feel like they did a lot of work setting all that up with the drugs and the nightclub and I don't Mm. know, I feel like they laid the groundwork there for some interesting development in the next film, if he's going to be in the next film.
0: And was the chase scene, was it the best car chase ever put to film? So
1: this segues us into a section I like to call six shots and cool moments, where we're just going to talk to you about six shots and cool moments in the film. I loved the car chase. Some people are saying, why did it have to take place in the rain and the dark? I could see what was going on fine. This wasn't Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> this was cool. Like, yeah, yeah, it rained the whole film. That's the tone of the film. Congratulations. The yeah. ramp that he goes up, the yeah. ramp that forms it. itself just as he, <laughs> oh, it was awesome. You know I love a car chase. You yeah. know that the Italian job got me into car chases. Blues Brothers, I'm here for it. I also love his Batmobile. Like, it was a really Mm. steampunk kind of, I don't know, industrial. It wasn't like, you know, this really expensive Lamborghini that Ben Affleck drives or.
0: Well, it's a muscle car that he's put like a a rocket on the back of it, basically. But you can see,
1: you can almost see like the welding marks from his homemade Mm. job that he's done. Like, it was just Mm -hmm. so visceral and tactile and I just loved it.
0: Yeah, and the, the Ben Affleck one was like a tank. I was like, oh, that's less cool. But,
1: oh, that's right, yeah. I wasn't mm. a fan of that. And sorry, it was Christian Bale's one that was really, like, sleek yeah, and like expensive. That. and had I do
0: love in that film where it, it turns into the bat pod with the, yeah, the little motorbike. Cool. Awesome. Oh,
1: I, we didn't speak about him on his bike. I loved him on his bike in this film. Oh, it's just Nirvana's a regular playing, bike.
0: He's playing. Oh, it's so good. He's,
1: like, undercover just as a regular dude. Yeah. <sighs> Amazing. Ten out of ten.
0: I love the idea that Batman's just running around with his bat suit in a backpack <laughs> he has to put on.
1: The walking yeah. from the fire while upside down as Penguin watches from the tra- trapped car. Yeah. One of the best shots of the year in film.
2: And I, I'm I know it's in the
1: trailer, this... but, like, come on.
0: Well, I wasn't smart enough to work it myself, so I'll, I'll, I'll admit that. But Mr. Sunday Movies did a breakdown when that trailer came out last year, and he's like, mm-hmm. and what else – Walks upside down or lays upside down. Mm, Bats, perhaps? It's all metaphorical. Uh, So many layers.
1: I knew that. Yeah. (laughs) Totally got that reference. Oh, God, that's so cool. Yeah, I was
0: on the edge of my seat the whole time. It
1: was awesome. Wasn't it great? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: The
1: the wading through the water at the end with the flare, like Mm
2: -hmm. Moses through the Red Sea with
1: everyone coming, you know, back from behind him. I -hmm. really loved... The elevator bit? When it was just like gun flares, it was like pitch black and just mm-hmm. the gun flares let us see little little snippets of that fight scene. It reminded well, me of the one in Daredevil, the hallway one.
0: Yeah, I love that particular the beginning of that scene where the the door opens up and where is he? you look up and he's like up there like a bat.
1: Oh yes. And he
0: and then he jumps down at them and
1: Isn't it terrifying? <laughs>
0: So terrifying.
1: Terrifying moments in this film. What
0: about when he walks through the nightclub and people are just running at him out of nowhere and he just like gets rid of them and oh, throws great. them off the balcony? And stuff?
1: I actually think I really loved the opening fight scene, the one in the subway, because mm. you can hear his boots come down the stairs and it's oh, it's drawn out so beautifully to create the I, most I, tension. I really
0: thought there was allusions there to like Clint Eastwood's characters in the uh-huh. Wild West who walk along with their boots. And you hear them and them sort of tinkling as they walk along. What do you think of that? that I think perhaps a-
1: if it's not an illusion, it's definitely a natural progression of that mm. concept, I think. Yeah. Nice. Uh. There's been some criticism about that scene, about the um, Asian victim of those guys in the subway. Um. I'm not qualified to speak on that. But I think you mentioned it. he was as scared of Batman as he was of the other people. But
0: Well, yeah, that, that's why I thought we were supposed to be seeing this. It's not just a random crime, but in particular it was a hate crime that these guys were picking on
1: well, that's this man in
0: particular. Well, that's
1: I'm a, bit, a bit caught because I think if I was the victim, it's hard to watch that on screen. Yeah. Like Promising Young Woman was hard to watch not in that sure. way.
2: Yeah,
1: But I wouldn't have wanted them to just, I don't know, had an Asian gang attacking a white guy. Like that would have been awful and totally missed the mark and not had the meaning that it needed to have. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I've got mixed feelings about that, but the the walk down the thing was just super cool, super cool. Yeah. And then the gun and the other guy trying to get him out of the way. And, oh, it was just such a great introduction to his character. Like if you just showed me that scene, I would have been like, yep, he's Batman. Like yeah. he, he proves himself in that like few minute scene that he's as much of a Batman as anyone else. I I know we keep saying it, but, like, it's Robert Pattinson. What?
0: (laughs) Well, maybe that's part of the reason why they got him. Like, they always had faith in him, but then that would have given them extra incentive as, like, we've got to go from the very beginning. We've got to make sure people understand this is Batman. Yeah.
1: Yeah, good stuff. I just loved Um, it.
0: I don't want to take away from your your new segment, Cool Shots and what was it? (laughs) cool,
1: shots, uh, cool shot uh six shots and cool moments, I think.
0: There we go. Well here's a cool moment. Yeah. When there's like twins on the door.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Two freaky
0: twins. <laughs> with the guards.
1: Did you like yes. how he introduced himself with the same line as Batman and Bruce? I did pick that up.
0: Yeah. Do you know yeah.
1: who I am? Yeah. They knew who both of them were. I don't know. I yes. liked that. I thought no, cool. that was cool. <laughs>
0: um and then every time they see him, there's um they've more banged up. Mm-hmm. And that thing about um whose blood yours or mine
1: oh what a cool line (laughs) it's awesome they really lean into I don't know sometimes I feel like film discourse is like well what's the meaning this shot has to have a purpose that serves the story and yeah I guess it does but like sometimes it's just cool in a superhero film to watch cool things or hear cool Mm one-liners or just to have a really sick shot you know like I just like that they did this unapologetically I guess
0: it so much felt like they had ripped lines, dialogue, sick moments, got sick shots and cool moments <laughs> from comic books. Oh yeah. Which doesn't always happen when you're adapting these things, but it really did feel like comic books come to life, hmm. especially in terms of the the narration, which we
2: yeah
0: haven't had before. Batman is like telling us his 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 idea, and he's writing a diary, which I loved.
2: Oh, I love that
1: too. He's having his little emo boy diary. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I love this film so much. I can't wait to see it again. I'm, I'm going to go see it again in theatres. Like
0: nice. It was I've awesome. I've it twice.
1: I yeah, might I have, have to go, go again with you Erica. You have to. So. You have to go again.
0: All right. I will. Thank you for that. Thank you for the <laughs> instruction. Well, what's next for this universe? What do you reckon?
1: Well, do you have any insider knowledge about what's going on or no?
0: Um, not so much. I know they're doing lots of spinoffs, which is cool. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So they're doing a Penguin spinoff. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and they were going to do a show more about the GCPD, so like the detectives, but
2: mm-hmm. apparently
0: there was a bit of conflict in the creative side of things, so that's okay. kind of morphed into a show more about Arkham Asylum,
2: no.
0: which is going to be like a haunted house oh, show.
1: Sick of Arkham Asylum, no. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, who cares? Why do we need spin-offs? Give me a straight sequel. Make me wait three years for a straight sequel and make mm. it as good as this. Why well, can't we do that?
0: Obviously, we've got Penguin in the universe, so he might be coming back. Catwoman's around. She won't be gone for long, I don't think. Um, the Court of Owls, I don't know much about them, but I'm going to i am gonna track down their story mm-hmm. stories and read them soon. But they're kind of like a secret society. who have been running Gotham from behind the scenes sort of thing. Oh, yeah. And so, like, Batman thinks he's in charge of Gotham, but actually there are other people who are... Is Falcone
1: a member of them? I don't
2: think
0: so, no.
1: Because he had his own, like, secret society thing with all of the, like, DAs and everyone who were in on... Yeah, well, that,
0: and that's possibly inspired by that storyline, I think. Right, okay. but So there could be a, another secret society. Maybe that doesn't work. Maybe they've just taken that already the
1: inspiration.
0: Hmm. But, you know. Um, Mr. Freeze, people have spoken about. I don't know if he... Does he work in this universe? I think there's a way to make it work, but maybe not...
1: I'm with you. I prefer the villains that are—I don't know—I prefer the villains that don't have superpowers. I prefer just the crime bosses and.
0: Yeah, I think there's a way you can make him work though, in terms of he's a really like he's had a terrible accident and he has to be in a suit that keeps yeah. him cool. But then what you do is you have an ice gun, like yeah, really that out. yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe it's Nick Cage. I mean, he's come out just the other day and said that he wants to be in it, so yeah. I'm here well, for it.
0: They want to, they've spoken about having a Robin and not doing a Robin where he's like 25, but having a Robin where he's like 12, which could be cool.
1: I'm here for that. Yeah.
0: Be pretty freaky, but that's kind of the point of Batman molds a replacement who can potentially might take him down in the future if he ever goes evil is kind of the thinking of Robin. Did you
1: see all that commentary about, oh, the little boy that he saved, his name is going to be Robin and he's going to be Robin. People are like, you need to have Dick Grayson first. But I aren't there Dick different Grace. versions of Robin?
0: Yeah, there's like three or four Robins. I, I wouldn't be keen on them making a new Robin. I'd rather we see a good Dick Grayson. Yeah. A new, new Dick Grayson. We
1: haven't really had a Robin, have we? I mean, we had Joseph Gordon levitts stupid no. post-credits reveal thing. The cop
0: thing, yeah. Yeah, and the, and the Robin from um, the Clooney days, he was like an adult. So <laughs> it wasn't really the <laughs> yeah. same as the idea of a Robin. Yeah, Batman's son was Robin at one point as well, which that's right. It works, mm. and there's a Robin who goes evil.
1: Lots of potential.
0: Yeah, I I think there is potential, and there's gonna be there's gonna be more of this surely.
1: surely. Surely, I mean, it's done so well at the box office, and I haven't met anyone who said they didn't mm. like it or read anything from anyone saying they didn't like it. So, I'm sure that'll come. The contrarians yeah, that- will come out, but.
0: What about Oscar buzz for next year? What do you reckon?
1: Um, Best actor for him, best supporting actor (laughs) for Jeffrey Wright, um, Paul Dano, best actress for Zoe, production design, costume, makeup. Um, Can't have an adapted song, which is a bit annoying, but original Mm. screenplay, um, direction, best picture, obviously. Just sweep it all, I reckon.
2: Well, like,
0: if Joker gets those noms, definitely. Oh, if
1: Joker, like... Sorry. (laughs) I was going to say something really mean. This this definitely deserves nominations. What are you going to rate it? I'm so keen to hear.
0: I just wanted to mention, actually, just Mm -hmm. quickly, um, there were some tweets about this and some commentary, and I probably can't find it, but take over it. They were speaking about how there was all that concern when Joker came out, or just before, really, where they were like, this film's going to inspire incels to go and do mass shootings and stuff. And... In reality, it turned out that, that Joker was, was really pitying people. And then it was more about the um, the system letting folks who have mental health issues down. Mm-hmm. This film, though, is kind of maybe suggesting that if you if you feel like society's against you, you should, you know, do something about it, which is what the Riddler inspires his followers and really feeds into that sort of online radicalization by Showing it. Mm. it doesn't go into huge detail of it, but it, it's really there.
2: But is this a potentially?
1: Call on it, though.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm just saying this is potentially more in the field of people got scared about incels in whatever for yeah. Joker. This film is maybe doing leaning more into that,
1: yeah. Well, that's when there are all those people from home who just rocked up looking exactly like him. That was very much reminded me of the Capitol riots and yeah, Black Lives Matter protests where civilians just rocked up with machine guns because they just decided that they were in charge.
0: Well, and also it's a little bit QAnon, but it happens to be that Riddler's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <You> true. <know? laughs> don't, don't give them the satisfaction, guys. The fact that there's 17 <laughs> flags doesn't mean anything. There's just 17 flags. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Oh, that's like one more. I'm a bit off topic here, but I just, I, I I just remember that whole thing about the Riddler saying, Hi guys, thanks for your comments. Like that was really funny. I
1: loved that. Like and subscribe.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was great. But then it, that it felt very real, a bit too real in that context. Yeah, in that certain well, I context.
1: think that was the point.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so there's the a bit revealed about Batman's dad. He got the guy killed, right? He got the journalist killed.
1: Yeah,
2: I didn't and really at, follow all that.
0: Well, at first we think that it, he did it on purpose because he ran for Mayor and he wanted to get rid of this guy. And as it turns out, he was more upset that they were going after his wife, Batman's mum, Martha, who had had mental health issues and that was getting exposed in the press and it was ruining her life again. Uh-huh. And it wasn't so much that Thomas Wayne said, hey, go kill the guy. It was more like, hey, can you go scare the guy? And then Falcone was like, killed him and sort of now he can blackmail Thomas Wayne about that. Yeah. That kind of felt like interesting developments However, they kind of will give him one thing and then the next scene was like, oh, no, don't worry about that, actually. He was a good man. It might have been nicer if we had more time to think about him being evil, the dad. Like, Yeah. It was like here's a a complication, now it's solved that away.
1: I sort of read that as in this wasn't the film for this, for that storyline, but that Bruce's perception of his father had changed and Mm -hmm. that he will battle with that sort of relationship with his father as he becomes more and more batman yeah like i i think there's room to keep exploring that i don't think it has to be like oh it wasn't done in this movie so it's never ever going to be done maybe Mm. it just wasn't the right i don't know
0: well it's more just those those narrative developments Mm. offered very quickly one after the other and and as the pitch meeting says it's like Oh, the criminal guy lied to you. Hmm, what a surprise! So, fair enough. You know, and just one last thing I'd say before we get into ratings, and I'm going to wrap up. Um, the thing, this idea of like people criticize Batman for being a billionaire but not doing anything about it about mm-hmm. the crime in the city, but rather than he jumps up in a in his bat suit and fights with criminals, this film sort of tackles that, doesn't it? Because there's this whole yeah. endowment that supposedly is. There to help people, but it it itself gets corrupted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you have any thoughts on that? As an interesting concept,
1: um, it was cool. <laughs>
2: All right, very cool. All right,
1: <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I I think I said before that I I think that argument about oh he doesn't do anything to help and he's just a billionaire or whatever, I think it misses the point of the character. Um, hmm. I don't know. Did you like that new development?
0: Well, it was cool. It was, people often say Batman could be better off if he just funneled his money into mm. you know. Running
1: welfare stuff and
0: organizing, you know, organizing to help yeah. the homeless and whatnot. And there's definitely truth in that, but it does show you that it's not just you know, money is needed and need, needed to go to the right areas. But like anything, it can, it can get corrupted. And yeah, as it suggests here, it, it was used as a slush fund for the criminals, even the criminals within the police force
1: to use. So, well, I'm just thinking about like job keeper that was offered in Australia supposedly mm. to help workers during the pandemic but went to a certain number of private business owners, mm. maybe got paid a few million dollars more than they should have just to hang around Harvey. Yeah,
0: whilst people were begging on the streets and some yeah. organisations were not Losing offered any money at all. Yep. Yeah.
1: So there's definitely, you know, truth in that.
0: So what I'm saying is it it is only right and correct to go, in a about suit and beat people up. Yes, yeah.
1: Lonnie is endorsing that personally. Yeah. He's not.
0: And the one last thing that has just happened, very very recently, in terms of spinoffs and tie-ins,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Paul
0: Dano is going to write a riddle. Oh my comic.
1: god! I just yeah, I just <laughs> saw this last night. Okay, why not?
0: I'll, I'll read it.
1: Why not? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's really cool. I mean, he's a he's a great writer and director, and I'm sure mm-hmm. he can write a comic book. And he seems really passionate about the character as well, which is yeah, which is great to see. Yeah.
1: I'm keen for it. I'm keen for doing all sorts of freaky things that we didn't, you know, we haven't done yet in the universe. I'm I'm just, mm. like, let's just do it. Why not? Well, that's,
0: the, that's the thing to so mention up top is that Batman being part of a wider DC universe, Batman himself is enough for a universe. Mm-hmm. As DC have clearly seen, like, they're going to spin off <laughs> everything they can from this yeah. and give us HBO shows and whatever. But maybe Batman doesn't need to be hanging around with Flash and, Superman and stuff, Maybe
2: as much as 20 there 20. is room for
0: that potentially, mm-hmm. they just didn't handle it very well and it's like, well, let's focus on what works. Batman works by himself.
1: Batman works.
0: Ratings to me. It's a time.
1: Oh, it's the time I've been dreading. What do you reckon? Four and a half stars.
0: Four and a half stars. Four and a
1: half stars. Was Ooh. it a bit long for you? A little long. Okay. <laughs> Seeing in the hospital <laughs> took a little bit, a couple of little yeah. plot grabs, but. Man, the vibes are there, and mm. the content's there. I shouldn't, you know, shouldn't discount it just on vibes. He's everyone's amazing. Like I don't like it's. It's an awesome film.
0: Yeah, I'm keen. um I'm gonna give it five stars. I'm very generous in my my <laughs> ratings. Anyway,
1: you can't. This this annoys me. You can't give it five mm. stars because you said that it had issues, and so therefore no. it is not a perfect film. Mm. No. That's literally the definition of five stars. Is like the top perfection, like can't get any better. But you called out moments that you would improve.
0: No, nah, five stars. <laughs> no no taxis, backsies from me. <laughs> well, it took us a while to get on the Batman film, but here we are.
1: Worth the wait. I, w- I wouldn't
0: mind if it's another, you know, two or three years until we get more. At That's least what saying, just
1: take your time. Let's yeah. just all chill. Let's calm down. Yeah. No, this is great. Let's not make any sudden movements, lest we, you know, do something stupid.
2: Yeah.
0: I, you'd hope, because there, there were some rumors early on that this wasn't going to get good, and then COVID affected and whatnot. So,
1: the fact that they you'd... made this with all of those, mm. like, problems, wow.
0: Yeah. And then in the meantime, just give us another Lego like, Batman film. That would be, that would tie us over, wouldn't it, say?
1: Loki, hi, he, the best Batman film. But it makes sense if you've watched all the others.
0: Yeah, true. Hmm. There will be a Batgirl film coming out later this year, though, which is cool. Mm. And also, there are going to be various Batman in The Flash. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> we got this film though, haven't we? So that's 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 enough probably.
1: We'll <laughs> always we'll always have the Batman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're on Twitter. Please get in touch with us there and let us know what you thought of the Batman. Um, just yeah, you know, get in touch in general. Say hello. We're lonely. It's good to have friends
1: have friends so we don't end up like sad emo boy Bruce Wayne
0: yeah up in our towers and on our motorbikes
1: yeah in our little gothic victorian castles for some reason
0: (laughs) all right well until next time leap in I I unlike your movies
2: we'll see you next time
1: bye
2: (laughs) ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row